Welcome to OECD Podcast, where policy meets people. I'm Clara Young, and I'm here in the studio with Teimu Rus, who is Associate Professor of Computer Science at the University of Helsinki. We're going to talk this afternoon about a free, massive online course called Elements of AI that Teimu designed with the Finnish tech company Reactor. So thanks for coming in, Teimu. Thanks for having me, Claire. So what is Elements of AI? Um, well, it's a, it is a course. On one hand, it is an online course that people can sign up for and they can browse and they can study. But it's also kind of an initiative or a movement to try and educate people about the principles and the basics of AI and it's also its uh, societal implications. How long does it take to do the entire course? Um, it's roughly 30 hours uh, by and large. It depends a little bit on your background. If you've got uh, you know a little bit of... Uh, tech background, then it's going to be significantly less. But if you really want to, if you don't, and then if you really want to sort of dig deep and uh, sort of uh, take it easy, then it could be a bit more, but I'd say roughly 30 hours. We recommend that people allocate uh, if they're like, uh, if they're working or if they're studying something else, maybe they can allocate five hours per week and that make six weeks as a kind of a recommended schedule. And so what kind of things does it teach us? I mean, it, it teaches us things about neural networks and, and coding, right? Uh, uh, well, it, it does teach uh, us about neural networks, uh, but there's no coding in it. Uh, it does, does require any kind of tech background. Uh, I just you know mentioned that, that some people have tech background and it's going to be easier for them. Uh, but it's really mainly in, sort of intended for anybody but the people that are normally involved with AI. It's not there's no programming, there's no complex maths. Uh, basically, you need to be able to do basic arithmetics and read and write, and then you're good to go. So when you finish the whole course, you don't come out actually being able to code and design algorithms. Then. <laughs> no, no, that's that's not the the goal. We're not trying to teach uh, AI engineers or developers. There are other people doing that uh, all around the world. Uh, rather, our aim is to um, kind of educate or build awareness in the society. Uh, so that people could be um, sort of uh, consumers or users of AI. And of course, we all are. Like, there's no single day that we wouldn't use AI. We use Google search, we use social media, we use uh, recommender systems for music, videos, uh, news. And uh, we're kind of users of AI, even if we're not aware of that uh, most of the time, perhaps. Uh, but uh, it's, uh, we're trying to help people be better users of AI and then uh, possibly avoid some of the risks that are related to the use of AI. Uh, the Elements of AI is a um, government-sponsored online course, isn't it? Yeah. And why does the government of Finland, why do they think that it's important for us to be aware of AI? Well, it's kind of one one aspect that I already mentioned is that this better citizenship skills so that people will be able to avoid uh, some of the uh, kind of harmful use cases of AI, uh, you know, uh, filter bubbles and manipulation, misinformation. And on the other hand, it hopefully will enable people to identify some of the opportunities. So the positive side of AI that people who are not working in tech, uh, they'd be able to identify in their sphere of life some use cases of AI that us kind of technological people won't be able to identify. Uh, I'm sort of, I'm really talking about teachers, 
bus drivers, doctors, uh, you know, artists that might be able to identify some very interesting use cases for AI that other people can't. And we'd also like to sort of enable that kind of activity in society. Have you had any communication with some of the people after they've taken the course and to see what they have done with their newfound knowledge of AI? Uh, yeah, I'm, uh, I've had the privilege of, of getting to know some of the people. So we, we have this online platform uh, that where people can interact uh, all over the world. And uh, I've sort of virtually met <laughs> a lot of really cool people that have uh, not been, uh, let's say, uh, involved uh, with AI before, but they've gotten excited about it. And uh, I should mention one uh, example, for instance, was a Nigerian plumber who... Um, who uh, I believe the latest is that he he is uh, no longer a plumber, but now he's an entrepreneur, and he's uh, sort of developing uh, AI business in his uh, business. And another person was an artist who uh, still is an artist, but is uh, trying to think how to incorporate AI in in her work. So have they gone on to do deeper machine learning yeah. Uh, yeah. courses? Yeah, that's right. Uh, so we hope that people who uh, kind of find their way into AI, into tech more generally uh, through our course will get excited. And then, of course, there's uh, uh, there's tons of options for follow-up. And we're, we're working on some of uh, some follow-up courses as we speak. We're going to release some follow-up courses this year. But still, of course, the world is full of very nice uh, AI courses for people who are kind of willing to invest a bit more of their time. Uh, how many people in Finland have taken the course so far? It it opened in May 2018, right? Yes. About 70,000 people from Finland have signed up for the course. Uh, not all of them will uh, complete the course uh, entirely, but at least they'll get to know some AI, and we think that's uh, that's quite wonderful. It's more than 1% of the population of Finland, and that was our goal to begin with. Uh, then we've got a similar amount of people from outside Finland, and uh, that's that's great as well. And now we're trying to target individual countries because we've learned that Part of the success, as I said in the beginning, it's not only the course, but it's kind of an initiative to get people involved and interested in AI. And now we're building these initiatives in other countries. We're now moving into Sweden. Uh, there's also a government-supported uh, project there around the course, and try- they're also trying to get us as many people as possible involved and interested. And uh, now we're moving to other countries, and uh, I've been talking uh, uh, now we're here in Paris, so I've been meeting uh, people at UNESCO and uh, seeing uh, how we could find our way to uh, the African continent and offer the content in a way that would be suitable there. There's um, a lot of concern about women lagging behind men in science, technology, engineering and maths or STEM, uh, according to some statistics that we have only 24% of people graduating from universities and colleges in engineering, manufacturing, and construction in OECD countries are women. So how many women have taken elements of AI? That's a great question, and we're quite happy that we have, if I recall, something like 45% female. I know the problem because I work at the computer science department, and we're used to having something like 22% of the students uh, that come into the department uh, female. Uh, I don't know if it's a coincidence or not, but we had just last year a great boost in the number of female applicants. So the number of female applicants grew by 50% at the University of Helsinki, and we're extremely proud of that. 
and uh, we're sort of going to invest uh, a lot of effort into trying to maintain that trend. Uh, and I'm, I've been very happy to see that the elements of AI is certainly one part of education that we can offer that is appealing to a wider uh, audience. Do you know of uh, women who finished the course, gone on to pursue a career in machine learning? Personally, I don't know any any examples, but I'm, I certainly hope so. Uh, I, you know, if there are any any of you out there, <laughs> let me know, and uh, I'll be able to answer better in the next interview. Temu would like to hear from you about that. Another question that I have is about what we're hearing about discrimination in algorithms and bias. Um, does elements of AI cover that subject? Yes, yeah, that's one of the societal implications that we focus on, and that's a serious that's a serious problem, of course. And there's some complexity in there, so it's uh, it takes a bit of explaining of how that arises, and uh, of course, emphasizing the the role of the data, where the discriminatory uh, trends exist, and then how that follows how how it follows that the algorithms that use that data they turn out to be discriminatory as well. Uh, and we do explain that, and we do and try uh, emphasize the role of uh, taking good care of your data, trying to identify any any bias that is there and rectifying it. Uh, so yeah, that, that's uh, certainly one of the focus points. Do you have a sense from uh, people after they've taken the course um, how this new awareness and knowledge of how AI functions has affected their online life? both as consumers or in the civic capacity? Um, again, I don't have uh, kind of um, systematic statistics on how they might have uh, been able to take part in the public discourse. That's the goal that we have, that people understand enough so that they can form their opinion, they can they can take part in the public discussion and the policy making eventually. Uh, but I, I do certainly hope that that is taking place. We see some sort of um, weak signals, uh, if you like, uh, of that discussion in the public and uh, the society about AI getting gradually more mature, at least in, in Finland. And we, we hope that uh, we would be able to reach that effect also globally. What are they talking about um, more specifically these we- in these weak signals? Uh, well, I think it's sort of uh, one of the aspects, as I mentioned, is uh, the quality of data and also data protection, data pri- you know privacy, and uh, of course the you know GDPR, data protection regulation. These are the kind of uh, issues that are really uh, very fundamental in terms of uh, AI policy that we need to maintain and update all the time. And I think the discussion in Finland uh, in, in terms of that has evolved significantly during the recent years. We've got um, like a lot of visibility on, on the My Data movement where uh, people's, uh, people's right to control the use of their data uh, is sort of, you know, giving that back to the people rather than giving it to the multinational corporations that uh, operate these platforms. And uh, trying to sort of proceed with that discussion, I think uh, I'm seeing very positive signs about that uh, in, in Finland and in Europe in general. People are a little bit afraid of AI, aren't they? I mean, we're a little worried that robots will take over us, hmm. over from us humans. Um, should we be worried? Well, not about that. Uh, I sort of uh, the robot takeover, the science fiction uh, visions about um, self-aware were robots that that act like some sort of entities that have their own will and own uh, kind of 
um, agenda is uh, is not realistic. Uh, is not what us AI researchers are working on. We're working on quite a different kind of AI. We're working on individual applications. Uh, they're really like data processing systems that are designed to solve our everyday problems or whatever problems. Um, but what people should be worried about and concerned about is the misuse of data that we've already talked about, biased alg algorithms um, or data, um, and and the spread of uh, misinformation. There was this recent uh, sort of a lot of lot of discussion about the open AI text generation system when that can generate so authentic text. It's computer generated, but it sounds like it's uh, human made. And you can adjust it to generate text about anything that you like. And that's potentially a means for mass-produced misinformation. And these are the kind of issues that people should be worried about, uh, not the kind of robot takeover, the classic uh, Terminator image. Well, thank you very much for coming and talking to us, Teemu. Thank you. And I should say here that the OECD is putting a spotlight on Finland this year to celebrate the 50th anniversary of its membership in the OECD. So happy anniversary, Finland. And to all you listeners, thank you for listening to OECD Podcasts. I'm Clara Young. To learn more about Elements of AI, go to elementsofai.com. To find out more about OECD work on AI, go to oecd.org science. And to listen to other OECD podcasts, find us on Spotify, iTunes, and SoundCloud slash OECD.